This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now it's time for part three of In the Moment. Who's next? All right, y'all. It's time for Mo and Katie to fight about relationships. We got a few things to argue about during this relationship segment. Ooh-wee. So let's have some fun. Let's get right to it. You ready? Mm-hmm. First thing I thought about is, does the past matter? Now, I happen to know, with us parting for so long, that you believe it does not. And I believe it does. And this is obviously when it comes to dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think this will be a nice, healthy debate for us to present both sides of it because I'm sure there are a lot of people who listen to us who feel both ways. Okay. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I want you to go first. I'm trying to figure out where you're going with this. So It's simple. I don't want to complicate it. I'm just curious... As to why you believe, because, I, again, I know there are people who feel like, yo, when you meet somebody and you start dating them, their past does not matter. It does not affect who they are today and where the future of your relationship can go. And I'm on the other side of that where I feel like it matters a lot. It actually is very relevant to when I'm getting to know you today, who you have been, which I believe connects to who you are today as long as it's something that hasn't shaped you in a negative way i feel like it's circumstantial overall i don't think your past matters i don't need to know your body count like for me personally i don't want to know that now however if you were dealing with an ex that may have done something that would affect your future because of your ties, like because you all were living together or married, that's something I would need to know about because that is a whole different thing that involves the government. Now we may have problems in the future. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I do. Or anyone that caused you a significant amount of trauma that you now have to go to therapy because of your past. That's something I would know about. I would want to know about. Other than that, I'd rather just be mm-mm. Okay. blind to it. I respect it. Okay, so look, I'll give you this, right? And ask you what you think about it. Mm. Now, in your defense, I the majority of times I've had this conversation with people off mic, especially women, the general consensus has been the past doesn't matter. That's the past. Leave it in the past. Why are we even bringing it up? Blah, 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 right? I found that more men seem to care about the past than women. Mm-hmm. So I'll just say that because I know I'm always in the minority. I'm very well aware of that. Y'all don't have to tell me on Twitter. Y'all don't have to tell me in my DMs. I know y'all riding with Katie, as you should. But I'm always being a minority because somebody got to push the envelope, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, though, it's actually how I feel. And this is one of those situations where 
these are the keys to the podcast because I think that you should take something from both perspectives. Here's why I think the past does matter and always will matter. Number one, I'll start with exactly what you just said. It's circumstantial, which is why it matters, right? Because I don't know what the circumstances of your past are unless I ask, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I'll say that while saying this. I never ask about a woman's past. The reason is not necessarily because I think it's irrelevant, but if I'm being honest, it's because I don't think you're going to give me the answers that are going to uh, please me in any way. How could you? It's damn near impossible, right, at this stage of my life. So it's, I'm just not going to ask. And I'm going to have faith in, if you are the woman for me, it won't matter. And if you're not, well, God, the universe, someone will show me in due time. With that being said, I'm not exactly sure why so many people believe that the past is irrelevant when it comes to trying to find a partner. And think about it this way. With anything else in life, damn near, that has some sense of value, your past is important. If you are trying to get a job, they ask you about your past. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to get a car, they ask you about your past. If you're trying to get an apartment, home, they ask you about your past. In certain situations, even if you want to get on certain flights, if you want to join certain groups or what have you, they ask about your past. With almost anything, they want some kind of background check. Because who am I dealing with? Mm -hmm. Right? Who you are today yeah, it's easy to pretend like you just became that yesterday, but the majority of us are some kind of, whether we want to admit it or not, collection of events into one. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's relevant. Right. So it's not just body count. It's not just a number per se, right? Because... You could have slept with five men or you could have slept with 10 men. But you could have done it differently, right? Maybe the woman that slept with 10 men is in her 70s and she was in a relationship with all 10 of those men and it was spread out. Maybe the woman that slept with five did it all at the same time and it was within a two-year ring. So obviously the numbers are irrelevant here. Right. But how did you do it? How did you go about handling yourself? I know a lot of people, including myself, who have found themselves in situations where they didn't ask enough questions. And I did it on purpose, right? But if I'm being completely honest, there are times in my past where I was dealing with somebody, who, had I known their past the way I did when it was too late, I probably would have got off that ship a little sooner because I see how you move. It's relevant to, well, if you meet somebody and they cheated on their last husband, their last wife, that's irrelevant. No, that's relevant. Right. Right. If you meet somebody and maybe they're not the relationship type. Maybe everyone that they have dealt with was outside of a relationship and what you're looking for is a relationship. Is that not relevant? It is. You see what I'm saying? So to me, I'm not sure why so many people are so caught up on your past doesn't matter. Well, why does it seem to matter when it comes to even money? 
You want to take out a loan? They're going to have some questions for you. Oh, absolutely. Anybody that's giving you anything of value, of worth, they're going to ask you some questions about your past. It's going to matter. Your track record is going to matter. But for some reason, there are so many human beings who convince themselves that when I meet you, who you are today is the only thing that's relevant to who we can possibly be in the future. And I don't see how that adds up. I can understand that. And when I look back on situations that I've been in, it's been very few questions that I've asked about the past that wasn't just naturally volunteered. Mm, I feel that. And so what was naturally volunteered is what I took from that and gathered all the information I needed to know. And there have been situations of things that were just naturally volunteered. I'm like, I didn't really need to know about that part of your past. Mm -hmm. That part didn't pertain to what I needed to know. And so for that reason, that's why sometimes I'm like, I don't really need to know everything about your past. Continue, because this is interesting to me. But at the same time, if there is something that I see that may be a flag that may tempt me to ask a question, I will. But majority of the time, for the situations I've been in, that is so much volunteered that I'm like, I don't really need to know because now you're volunteering this information so that now I'm building a level of trust with you where I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So mm. See, I feel this because I do the same exact thing. I don't ask, right? But what ultimately happens is they volunteer information. And I feel the same way about it. Like sometimes you'll say something where I'm like, ooh, didn't need to know that. Not interested in that. I'll give you a perfect example, actually. Was dating a young lady at one point which genuinely started to fill her. And this is why I don't ask questions. And for whatever reason, she wanted to volunteer her experience with men, with me. And I didn't ask. I, ooh, I didn't want to know. And what she said to me was, well, every guy I've been on, you know, they, they cheated, they done said this, and I ended up finding out I was right. I was always right. They was always wrong. I found out later in life. And in her mind, she was trying to, I guess, prove to me that when she has a, a gut feeling, women's intuition, that she'd be right. So if I were to ever try something, she'd be right. All my mind heard was you was out here getting dogged. That's all I heard. Mm-hmm. So every guy you've been with, they've dogged you. They've cheated on you. They've lied to you. So now I'm like, and who am I dating? Because one, now do I have to question the type of men you're interested in? Because while you think what you're giving me is relevant to me, it's not. Because all I'm thinking now is, damn, you either are really, really bad at picking men or you are a woman that is not strong because they think they can play with you like that. Or you are, a, like, I don't really know. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to judge because I'm never judging a person. I want to make this clear because we've talked about exclusivity in the past when it comes to dating. And I know everybody can't match my yoke on that. I'm not judging you as a person. I'm judging you on if you're the person for me. Mm-hmm. I don't care about if you're not for me. But if you are for me now, I'm curious, like. What you mean they all cheated on you and treated you like shit? And you, and you think that makes you, like, Inspector Gadget? Because I'm reading this like, well, who am I dating now? Does that make sense? No, that absolutely makes sense. But how I would see that if a woman came to me and she told me all that, it's beyond that. It's, is she strong enough? That means, why are you so insecure that you're not picking up on this, not even picking up on this, that you're attracting this type of men? It's not particularly what she's doing. It's just how she feels about herself, that she attracts those type of men. But then it's like, why do you feel that way about yourself? Which goes into a whole deeper other bag. And, that's my mind and is it going. goes down a whole wormhole right. of people's traumas. Right. That and I don't want to go down. 
And then it's like, well, have you sought therapy for this? Mm-hmm. Have you done this? Because I'm going to pay but for this at some point. Yes and no. Well, depending on the woman. Because the majority of the time, yes. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, is it because you haven't had someone to show you or prove to you that, yo, you don't have to go through this? Have you had no one in your corner to help you get through what made you this person? Like, that's how I see it. And I don't want to be that person, right? Like, as a man speaking to that situation of trying to meet a woman, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. That's your past. If that's your past, that's your past. But I am saying that if you are dating and paying attention, then that may be a red flag for you because I don't want to be the guy that has to prove to you that good men exist. I just don't want that pressure or that responsibility. I just want you to enjoy meeting me, enjoy this situation. I don't want you to be looking around, oh, I've never been wrong. I've been right every time. Now that part, yeah. Well, why'd you have to be? Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the, way I, that's the way I see it, right? Like, it's certain things about the past that it just it just gets my mind to going. Like, we talked about last week, women who think they're paying a man back by cheating on him because he cheated on, on them, right? When ultimately, my mind go, well, hold up. Women always say, I hear most women say this, not all, never all. If a man cheat on you or if a man do something wild, like cheat on you while you're pregnant or something like that, he obviously don't care about you. He don't love you. That's what I've heard most women say, mm-hmm. right? So if that's the case, then how are you paying him back? You just said he don't care about you. You can't pay a man back that don't care about you by going to sleep with another man. He don't care. You just said that. There's no logic in that. That's all emotion. It right. makes zero sense. So if I meet you and this is the mentality you have, not specific to that one, but in that realm of that's how you think. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With the, you are just the innocent party and everybody you've met and everybody has cheated. Everybody has done you wrong. That might be the case. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But if I'm dating you and I'm looking at you as someone who is the potential mother of my children, the wife of my life, or do I owe it to myself with this newfound information to fall back and go, well, wait a minute. Was it everybody else? Why were you getting dogged by every guy you knew? Why were they not taking you seriously and making you a wife? Maybe it's because every man ain't shit. Or maybe it's simply because you just don't choose the right men, of which there may be something for you to take accountability on, and maybe I should now reconsider the fact of why I have this union with you. Mm. That's just a different perspective that I was having. I get it. You respect it? Yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Who's next? Love bombing. I didn't know what this term was until today. Hmm. But I have been very vocal about this. Not only with a situation close to you, but most importantly, with a situation close to my baby sister. Hmm. Of which we've talked in the past about a guy coming into your life and... I mean, you remember this dude was giving my sister flowers after flowers after flowers and just, oh, my God, I'm so in love. And he got peanuts and he want to fly her places and he wants to do all the things. And she Mm. was so excited. Oh, my God, Reese. And I was like, shut all that shit up. Mm. I might hurt him. Well. And then when 
it wasn't met with the uh <laughs> the most understanding kind of vibes when it came to the women in my family, but I completely believed that that man was full of shit from the beginning. Uh-huh. You're overcompensating for something. I came on here and said that. Turns out, dude was a piece of shit. Sister don't like him no more. I ain't saying that to say, woohoo, I was right. I don't win nothing. Who gives a shit? I hate to see that I'm right in situations like that. My goal is always to protect my sisters, never to be right. But as a man, it hurts sometimes, right? When you got to be older and you look at that, because you don't think you, you know more than your sister or nothing like that. I just, I'm a man. I know what these men moves mean. It's hard for men. You got a woman in your life, whether it's your mom, your sister, your, your friend, whomever, your best friend, whoever it may be, and you see them move a certain way around a man who move in a certain way, and as a man, you're looking like, queen, that's pretty obvious. Stop this. You're going the wrong direction. Like, this is clearly something wrong with it. He's doing too much. That's always overlooked from a woman's perspective looking at a man. Oh, you just, oh, oh shucks. That kind of thing. When it's like, no, this is obvious. You're going to get your heart broke. How do we handle that? How do we deal with that? What's a woman's perspective of that? Is love bombing ever actually a good thing? Because I personally do not believe it is. What's your take on love bombing? Love bombing is never a good thing at all. Because like you said, that person is overcompensating for something. It is never a good thing. But when you're on the outside looking in and you see this happening to a friend or, you know, someone that you love, it's hard to, you know, pull them aside and say, hey, I think this is what it is. Um, And that's the thing I've always felt weird about in like not knowing how to explain to my friend that this dude you know, is doing a little too much too soon without mm-hmm. them being like, well, no, you don't understand because no other dude did that. Okay, cool. There's different methods to be a piece of shit. Like, there's different... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. Like, there's I different sp- ways. You, like, we got to speak to that because that's so true, not only for women, for anyone who's vulnerable, right? You've had your heart broke a few times because you made the wrong decision a few times, and now you're just looking for the polar opposite mm-hmm. of anything that you were with. And now anything that's remotely different than what you're accustomed to is an angel walking. Yes, because you refuse to sit down and logically think because you've never seen whatever that person is presenting. You don't understand that it could still be camouflage. Absolutely. And that's what I hate. I don't know how people can address love bombing or spot it from a mile away. I don't know because I've been fooled by it too. I'm telling you how. So. Wh- I got to listen to the men who love y'all more. Okay. If we being honest, a lot of the times, ladies, y'all don't want to listen to the man who love you. You don't. If it's your brother, if it's your dad, if it's your best friend, I know, I know, you're just saying that. No, I'm not. I'm not. Men may get it wrong a lot. We get it wrong a lot, but typically we get it right when we love you and we speaking to another man who doesn't. Those times, yo, we Steph Curry from the court. Y'all had to present it in a way that um, mm, that woman that you're addressing would understand. And only you would know that depending on how you are been around her, right? I, yes. So what's the best way that you know your sister would be receptive to something if you said something? If I'm being completely honest, there's nothing you can do. It's all in the experience of it. You have to, sometimes you got to go out there and figure it out. And I hate it. I hate it. I so hate it. I hate that too. I can't tell you how many times I've been right with all the women I love. Like, not just my sisters, my mama, my best friends, you. I, like, if when you come in from a place of love, genuine love, like, I, I, I completely get it. Ladies, I know this is tough sometimes. I completely get it. Because a lot of times, unfortunately, you have to deal with a man who don't have that kind of love for you. 
And it's unfortunate. But if you are fortunate enough to have a man in your life who loves you like a true father, brother, friend, like that, and he's speaking to you from a male's perspective about what another male is doing, I genuinely believe that is when men excel. That is when you should really lock down and listen because that man is going to give you some shit that's coming from experience. He's probably done it. This ain't just looking at another man going, eh, it's probably. No, he's done that successfully. Sometime over and over again. He's giving you something that is literally coming from damn near the source, as close to the source as you can get. And most of the time, if we being a hundred, Y'all ain't trying to hear that shit when y'all in the middle of it. And I think this is why, because I've been able to acknowledge, especially I've been in situations where I like, I know I'm going down the wrong road and I've accepted it. And I'm like, well, whatever happens is on me because I know what I'm doing is not going to end up well. However, mm-hmm. because I have hope. See, <laughs> it's nothing, it's nothing <laughs> we say can say. It because, yeah, that's true. You see what I'm saying? How many times have... That's we sat true. there and I've been like, Katie, I'm pissed with you, but I got your yeah. back, right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, you wrong. This ain't going to go the way you think it's going to go, but I got your back all the way through it. As a man, you just accept that. And don't get me wrong. I think this goes both ways. Like a lot of things, right? Like there's been times I've had a woman in my life, whether it be my mama, my sisters, a best friend, and I'm dealing with a young lady who ain't got no business in my life. And they looking at me like I'm crazy all at the same time. I walk in the room. I can feel attention. <laughs> All the women looking at me like, Here he go. Ooh, ooh, if I could punch you in your face. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, we, we love each other like that. Right. And it's unfortunate, but we all go through it, man. We all go through it. Here's a solution. Okay. Today's the day we give up hope. All right, so... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> this ain't the day. All right, hold up. All right, today's the day we say, fuck love. Okay, um, you okay. gotta stop. <laughs> No? Okay, never mind. Disclaimer, Katie is going through something right now in real life, and she is bringing it away. I never thought I was going to have to use my disclaimer voice for some shit, because you about to stare the listeners in the wrong direction. I can't let you do this. They have worked too hard to become a part of this family for you to be in here with that energy, damn it. No, that is not on your bingo card. Knock it off. No. If you two have been hurt by... Yo, yo, you, we sound like a Cialis commercial. <laughs> you going crazy. Now I got to come in at the end. You might actually suffer from it. No. Okay, okay, okay. No. no, it's not that. All right. I just think we have to do a better job of certainly listening to and supporting the opinions of members of the opposite sex who love us. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time you're going to see what you want to see You're going to feel what you want to feel And you're going to have to go through with it anyway That's human shit, it's okay mm-hmm. But in the back of your mind If someone that's the opposite sex of you Who loves you and you know that And they come to you and they say Hey man, hey that guy Let me tell you how this looks From a guy's perspective That woman, let me tell you how this looks From a woman's perspective If you really believe in that person And you believe that their love for you is genuine you do yourself a disservice if you do not listen to them. You're right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Who's next? Last but not least, when do you reconnect? With who? <laughs> when do you spend the block? When do you spend the block? That is um, a tough one. If you really know in your heart of hearts that this is something that didn't end well, whether it be that person ghosts you, 
you ghosted them, don't spin the block. But if it's something where you know the timing wasn't right and you feel like now you both have your things together and your affairs in line, then maybe. But I feel like you know when it's time to spin the block. Some people just spin the block just because they don't want to increase their body count. Or, mm-hmm. you lonely. know, yeah, or you're lonely it's and stuff like to that. You, it's comfortable. But there's times when I feel like you truly in your heart of hearts know that it just wasn't right at that time and that timing and they just faded away mm-hmm. and to spin the block. But I think it's a 20% chance that you should spin the block with someone. It's tough because I don't know when you spin the block, man. I, I struggle with that myself. I, I typically don't ever spin the block. But until I saw this commercial the other day, it was like uh, it was about a show that was coming out that basically was about uh, what if the person of your future is in your past? Mm-hmm. And I thought, damn, that can't be possible. But what if it is, right? Like, you really don't ever know. It's interesting because if I'm going to be completely honest and transparent, which is what we do here, um, I had an ex who wanted to spin the block. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I wasn't sure how to feel about it mm-hmm. because what she did was wrong. Okay. And I feel like that's the general consensus of the action that took place, whether it was my crew, her crew, or whomever really was there to witness it. It was fairly obvious that what she did was 1,000% wrong. Is that fair to say? Yes. And it obviously affected my work situation. Long term. To this day. (laughs) Shout out to Deontay Wilder. And, yeah, who wants to just leave a relationship at the drop of a dime? But I've always said I would. Mm-hmm. And, well, I proved it. Right. I will. And when I did, of course I wasn't sure if I made the right decision, right? People are emotional. People make bad decisions. You're drinking, whatever the case. She did what she did. I always felt like going into a relationship. If you come in between me and my family, if you come in between me and my work, or if you cheat on me, there's nothing to talk about. I can really almost tolerate or deal with anything else. Those three things, I'm out, right? A year later, came back around. I'm talking about put on thick woof, right? All right, so now I'm thinking, hmm, this is meant to be. But you know what I ask, Katie? Mm-hmm. Why now? Right. Because if you did this a week from when what happened took place, shit, I probably would have forgave it. Mm-hmm. And all things move forward. But in my mind, why'd it take a year for you to take accountability for something you was dead wrong on? A year? Why? Did you go out here and try to date somebody else and it didn't work? Did you go out here and shop around and it didn't work? Why'd you need a year? Mm-hmm. You gave me too much time. I was out here enjoying freedom and the space to actually go out and do my job and get on stage and do all of these things and not have to... Go home and worry about being yelled at about a comment that I can't control. About a coworker I can't control. About some content that came from somebody I never met that I can't control. That felt really good. I said to myself, there's no way. There's no way I'm supposed to jump back into that. You gave me entirely too much time to truly think about the space that I was in of loving myself again. Mm -hmm. And in those situations, I'm not certain that I could ever go back. But shit. How do you know when you should? I have a resolution for this. Oh, you fucking answering everything this year. This is what I'm talking about. All right. I think that if you are hesitant, if you too are like Mo Mitch, and, <laughs> and you know, and me, because I, I have the same question too. 
uh, hesitant about who you should spin the block on or when do you know, test it out. Do a trial. They don't know it's a trial, Mm -hmm. but you know it's a trial to see Mm. because old habits die hard, right? Okay, Bruce. Yeah. So, look, okay, I'm jumping through a pane of glass. So, um, Uh a trial. I've always had that idea in my head that if I really want to know, just test it out and see. Is this the same person? Are things different? For whatever your length is, 30 days, 45 days, whatever, just a quick trial. And they don't... Minutes. She went days. That's a long time being on damn trial. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Whatever whatever pertains to you. If if it's one more date, if it's just going out on a quick date to see, you know? It's a Tory Lane's trial. For four years, <laughs> I'm put this man in jail already. This shit is ridiculous. They postponed <laughs> sentencing. His hairline grew back. Like, he saw his mugshot. Yeah, look amazing. Like what? <laughs> Jesus. Right, like, okay, my damn. bad. He Freaking high it. school pictures. Fucking picture day. Boy, look better than he ever looked. Right? How the hell is that possible? <laughs> Wait a minute. Right. What are they feeding him in there? Tomato soup. <laughs> Two ounces. <laughs> Some gravy. <laughs> oh, Katie, I was talking about going purpose. I'm Michael Schofield. <laughs> Wait, which way is the prison? <laughs> that boy's skin look good. Right. All right. Oh, shit. All right, continue. But yeah, that's the only thing that I could come up with because who knows? We don't know. We don't have a handbook to life. We don't have a handbook to relationships. We're all just trying this shit and just seeing how it fucking goes. Um, We're like, oh, well, that couple was successful, but whatever their success was might not be the success for you. So Mm. I say if you question that and you think it's worth going on a little trial run to see, do it. If not, then don't move forward. Keep it pushing. I agree. I also feel like let that bird fly. The yoga position. The right. yoga. Don't don't call these women. I'm always talking about yoga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for another episode of In the Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.